you and I, you and I talked, or, or you, you talked a few, a few weeks ago, um, kind of about um, leadership and, and that kind of thing, and you know, you've been <clears throat> a couple times since then. But um, I think I asked once uh, whether or not you've made your captain decision, and you hadn't yet. And I'm curious if there's an update on that. Uh, we we're, we have some communication that we've had in the next couple of days, and I, what I was hoping to do is leave it for, for the game, so it's, everyone will find out during the game. Uh, but there has been some discussion. So you'll have to tune in on, uh, for ratings on, on Saturday. Tyler got to you there. <laughs> uh, any other questions for Freddie? Use the raise hand function. Callum, your line's open. Hi, Freddie. Callum Williams here with Minnesota United. Appreciate you taking the time. How are you, Callum? Just interested to get your thoughts on Minnesota United as a whole and, and what sort of challenge you expect on Saturday evening. Yeah, Callum, um, I expect a tough game. Uh, Adrian Heath has done a, a tremendous job. We, we, we know them well. We know their qualities. We played them three times last year. Um, it's, it's, we know what type of team we're going to play. It's a team with a great mentality and, and work rate. It's a team that's had some sprinkled in um, quality that can change the game at any time. Talking about Reynoso, talking about the new forward they have, t talking even, the, uh, um, um, in my opinion, it's two of the best outside backs in the league. They're, they're constantly up and down the field, getting into attacks, getting back to defend. It's a very well-balanced team. Um, I expect a very tough game. We're going on the road to play a team that was in the semifinals of the West last year. Um, it's a team that has changed, you know, uh, Heat uh, is building a mentality of, you know, what you've heard from him is winning trophies. And so when you do that to a team, they're typically, you know, they have a chip on their shoulder and they're really wanting to, eager to prove. So it's, it's, we're expecting a very good team. It's one of the best teams in the league, definitely one of the best teams in the West. Uh, and we have nothing but respect for them. We're, we know we're going to go in there and play a very well-organized team that's tough to compete with. And, uh, but we're expecting the same from us. Uh, we, we always have a good tight match against the, uh, Minnesota, so uh, we're, we're going in there with, with our, raised, our, our sleeves raised and ready to get dirty. Jake, your line is open. Yeah, Freddie, in terms of you guys coming off that bye week, are you worried about any potential, I guess, hangover <coughs> effect or just some, some, the layoff in terms of missing a week and then finally kicking off the season? Yeah, that one's, that one's a tough one. It's, it's, you, just, you just never know. I know mentally we've done everything. We've talked about it. We've gone through some scenarios at training to try to um, duplicate what I, what I expect will be coming from Minnesota. Um, I don't think we'll see anything different than how Minnesota started against Seattle. Very aggressive, very energetic, very eager. Uh, and then um, putting the, the opponent under stress. And now they maybe didn't get the result they wanted, but I thought they, they, they had a good enough game to, and maybe some unlucky calls there in the first half that could have maybe potentially changed the game. They had a wide open shot that Finley had uh, when they stole it there from a goal kick. Like Things could have been different story. Now they go back home. The way teams typically respond after a loss, going back home, home opener, I expect a tough challenge. And, and like you said, so them responding that way, we've put our team in scenario and we hope that we put in enough scenario and, and all the first game jitters and all that can, can be under control so we can um, get a good start to the game. Alex, your line's open. 
Freddie, speaking about Minnesota, um, I watched the highlights from, I think, the last game of the season for you guys against them. It was like a 0-0 draw, and uh, Putnam had like 12,000 saves, and it was just kind of like chances upon chances on both 4,000 saves? That would be a world record, I think. It would be. I'm exaggerating, obviously, but it was a lot. <laughs> um, you know, what do you kind of take away from just like the way that you guys performed against them last season? Or do you just kind of like sweep those under the rug and say, new season, you know, new guys? You know, none of that matters. Well, it, it all matters. It all matters. I think what, what you, you got three different types of games against Minnesota. We got Minnesota in the bubble that we were very equal. Um, you know, both teams very disciplined. Them yet without Reynoso. So you kind of had a target. They didn't have their number nine DP. They played another player that kind of gave us problems in there. I thought the second half we were... We were pretty good and created our own chances in the second half. But two teams that really didn't hurt each other. The second game we go into, if I'm not mistaken, it's a, maybe a midweek game. I know we do a lot of, uh, we did a rotation. We tried a different formation. We start off the game very well. Um, I thought we had a goal that crossed the line and then a goal taken away that was inches of a shoulder of, of um, Natum. And it, that game could have been different in the first half, second half. We maybe, you know, get a little fatigued and, and, and the for, our fortunes changed at that point. The third game around was another different game because it's the first time they introduced Reynoso. So it changed the style of their play. He was very energetic. He, was, he gave everyone trouble. Um, and I think that, that was the one game that we felt like we were really under it. Uh, we did a great job defending, um, but it was, a, it was a different look. So all three games were different. But there are some tendencies that we know that you take away every single time, and that's they're, they're, they love to cross the ball. They're a team that is very aggressive with their outside backs. Um, and so we, we, and when you go back and watch a couple of their preseason games and watch um, the Seattle game, uh, I didn't see any difference there. And I would put them uh, very – it would be almost the same team that we played in that, in that third game uh, last season. Kendra, your line is open. Hey, Coach. Kendra D. St. Alvin here with Minnesota United. Um, Rubio Rubin is only 25, but he's pretty well-traveled in leagues around the world. And I, you know, I was reading an article that talked about how he sort of felt like he had hit rock bottom. What Rubio are you getting with Real Salt Lake and what kind of contributions, you know, when he felt like there weren't any takers to him and he really wanted to come back home to the United States and found a home with you guys? What do you, what do you think you're getting from him and, and expect from him for the season? Well, first, uh, we had one, probably the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest American player in, in Landon Donovan, give him an opportunity. So that speaks volumes there, right? It's someone that, that can see all the uh, fine, finer, um, fi um, finer details in a player's play. And so Landon basically did the scouting for us there. Um, then we go into, you know, when, when the opportunity came and, and the, he was brought to us, um, I did a little bit of watching, and I had already done some research. I, I was coaching at the academy in that age group. Our 95 was our first age group um, that we, that our youngest group when we started the academy at RSL, and and he was the talk of of the region and the country at that point in time. And he had played with some of the guys that we had on the team, on the regional team, and and, and that stuff. So I've kept track, um, but we're expecting a, a positive, energetic player, um, a player that helps us in our style of play, a player that can contribute with goals with uh, sacrifice when we're against the ball, 
Um, and that's what we've been seeing every day. Um, and he's getting pushed. He's competing against Douglas, who we, Douglas Martinez, who's our, our other young um, um, forward. That's that's a, a, a Hondureño who's who's on the on the Olympic team. So we we've, we've we've had we've been blessed this year with with those two, and then and then pretend, you know with with Bobby Wood. So it's going to be a, a good crop, and we don't expect any less from any of them. We expect them all to make differences for the team. That's what they're here for. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate oh. it. Thank you, Alex. Your line is open. Hey, I'm wondering if you had uh, any sort of update on, on uh, Bobby Wood in terms of his arrival to Salt Lake. Not necessarily like when he's going to play or, or train or whatever, but just like maybe when he's going to just kind of move here and uh, start to maybe integrate his life uh, with the uh, yeah his life I guess in Salt Lake City. No, I don't. I don't have an update on that, Alex. Callum, your line is open. Philippe, just um, winding the clock back a little bit here to your time playing for Minnesota, the Minnesota Thunder at the time, and just wondering if you ever thought when you were playing here in the Twin Cities that Minnesota would acquire the stadium they have, get the fan base as, as large as it, as it has become. How proud are you of, of what's happened here in Minnesota, and, and how proud are you of your time here playing in the Twin Cities? Very, very proud. Yeah, we have some we have some history here with myself and we have Chris Gores that's at our uh, at our academy. He's an academy coach that also had some great years there as well. Um, look, when I was there, you saw the crazy fan base, um, and and a lot of it. I don't want to give all 100% credit to Buzz, but I would say 99.9% credit to Buzz Lagos who I saw the early stages of all the sacrifice he would do with, our, with the Minnesota Thunder camps, with his coaching education, with his passion of paying money out of his own pocket to, to get the club uh, and keep them, you know, uh, being a professional team. People like himself, Amos McGee, Manny Lagos, all guys that, that, that helped that club and, and kept it going for so many years. And then you, you saw a little taste of it. Anytime we had open cup games, I know we played at the Twins uh, baseball stadium, um, played at some 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 games there at at at, at uh, Griffin State uh, the stadium there in St. Paul and when we play MLS teams we'd always get a draw and it was always exciting and you saw the passion in the fan base and so many so many different cultures in that great city that that you just knew if 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 you know kind of like the fields of dreams if they build it they would come and and it always felt that way so when it when you saw and I saw my did my first visit there to the stadium first to the to the to the original stadium that they played at the Gopher Stadium to, to, for the inaugural year. But when the stadium opened, I was like, man, um, the, the, the city and state's very blessed and, and very fortunate, but it was well-deserved because I think it's always been a soccer city. And they've always shown it with the Schwanz tournament that they had in the youth level where they bring thousands of teams from around the country and the world, and it was always a hotbed. So I'm very, I'm very happy and, I, and you know, very uh, deserved by the, by the city and all the people that put their energy into it. 